How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in. It is... Sunday. I don't know about the rest of you, but I think that Sunday is like my second favorite day of the week. Saturday is untouchable. I have no responsibilities. Sunday, I get it. You're always chasing the end because you know the inevitable is, is coming tomorrow, which is back to the grind. But there is so much on a Sunday, especially before it gets to the, uh, the freezing cold. As we are here now live on 610 Sports Radio, Dusty Likens with you, Grant Nicholson as well. From 9 to 10, it is the fantasy football show here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Um, Week two is officially here. Obviously, it was here Thursday night. I'm sure there's a lot of you that know exactly where you were or what you were doing uh, Thursday night. uh, Chiefs Chargers concluded. Not the biggest, not the biggest fantasy game. Mike Williams owners, congratulations. Justin Herbert owners, congrats. Other than that, um, I guess if you stream Justin Watson, what a play. What a play. Uh, before we get into the matchups, we do this every week. We let you know who's in, who's out. Um, a lot of guys out uh, today, and a lot of guys fringe being out. Now, um, for those of you wondering, Justin Herbert is is projected to play next week. So for those of you keeping your eye on the waiver wire, Justin Herbert is expected to not really miss a game. But what's funny is that now the the doctor that's keeping an eye or caring for Justin Herbert's rib injury is the same guy that's getting sued $5 million uh, because of what he did to Tyrod Taylor with the needle to the lung. So, uh, you know. Keep your eye on that. Make sure there's a quarterback in your league to pick up. Uh, George Kittle, not going to play again today. Alan Lazard, also questionable for Sunday night's game against the Bears, expected to play. Um, That's kind of big for Aaron Rodgers owners. We'll get to that a little bit later. Alvin Kamara is listed as questionable, but I do not expect him to play today at noon. Neither does Adam Schefter. So from what I've seen this morning, Mark Ingram, Latavius Murray, that's what's going to be the tandem in the backfield. And it looks like Mark Ingram might be the leading guy going into it. I know Mark Ingram's still relevant and also back in New Orleans. But again, if you're in a pinch, you don't really have a deep bench and you need somebody, 
Alvin Kamara not going to play. Mark Ingram going to probably be the suitable fill-in as the backup. Jameis Winston, list is questionable, does expect to play against Tampa Bay. By the way, we're getting this a little bit later, but Tampa Bay 0-4 under Tom Brady versus the Saints. Leonard Fournette in that game as well, expected to play with the hamstring injury. Mike Evans, also questionable for the game, is expected to play with that calf injury that affected him last week. Um, Cooper Rush is obviously the quarterback, and then this is one to also keep your eye on. Gabe Davis for Buffalo, my guy. Uh, big player, probably in a lot of leagues, but Gabriel Davis is listed as questionable with an ankle injury that he disrupted in practice on Friday, so it's quite new. Uh it's kind of tough here because if you have a guy that's playing Monday night who's questionable, unless you've got somebody else in those two Monday night games, which we'll get into a little bit later, you kind of have to make an executive decision by at least 3 o'clock, uh, maybe even noon. So we'll get into that, maybe what can help out with that and what that means for Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs owners as well as Devin Singletary if Gabriel Davis is out, the home run hitter in Buffalo. J.K. Dobbins not playing either. Michael Pittman also out for the Colts, so... Uh, like I said, big names not playing today in the fantasy world. But if we want, we can go ahead and we can get right into the matchups. That's right. It's Sunday. It's nine o'clock or a little bit after, which means fantasy football is just right around the corner. Again, if you have any questions, we do that in the final segment. We do lineup questions. I know a lot of you are starting to panic. Do I trade yet? Do I waiver wire it? Yes, waiver wire heavy this week and next. You don't really want to start trading until you get to the bye weeks, which don't start until week five. But 913-586-7610, Jay Southland, Toast Service text line. That is the number to text in to the Fantasy Football Show here on Sunday, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Game one, RB1 versus RB1 in the noon slate. Carolina at New York. It doesn't seem like a whole lot of action in this game, at least quarterback-wise. Let's start with the one that's the obvious. I don't think you need to worry too much about Baker. I think Baker's going to be fine. I think he is who he is in the NFL and in the fantasy world. I don't think he's anything worth playing. He's able to be a stash, maybe a streamer. This week, I might stay away from Baker just because I think they're going to get a heavy dose of Christian McCaffrey. Now, to defend that, let's go to the other side of it and DJ Moore, right? I also think you're still okay not to panic about DJ Moore. Um, he went up against the 10th ranked secondary last week via PPR, and there's or this week he's going up against the 10th ranked secondary according to PPR leagues, and there's always an adjustment week in and week out after week one to week two. Last week, six targets, three catches, 43 yards. That's not what we're expecting to see from DJ Moore. Um, I think a little bit into that, Baker Mayfield was playing with too much emotion. He had the big, powerful quote. He had the big trade in the offseason. What up against his old teammates? They just ran the hell out of the ball and just took it out of his hands. And then when it came down to game time, he started to kind of get a little bit more active. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. That's really what this game's all about. Some of you took Saquon Barkley early in the first round. I applaud you. Some of you didn't, passed on him. Well, now we get to see if we're right throughout the season. He looked like he was back to his old dominant self in week one. Looked like he kind of had the engine tuned up, ready to roll. We'll see if that can continue week in and week out. So far, a lot of people are saying that Saquon Barkley is the surprise of the first round in most drafts. Christian McCaffrey found the end zone last week, kind of got back to his old ways, saw the action kind of redevelop, and it gave you that sigh of relief. For those of you out there that took McCaffrey number one overall, you went, oh, 
He's back in the end zone. I don't expect anything to change this week. I expect Saquon Barkley to have a good game. I expect Christian McCaffrey to have a big game. Outside of that, it's probably going to be DJ Moore. I look for them to give him more targets and look his way a little bit more often in this one because I think Carolina is the superior team. Matchup again, still moving across the 12 o'clock hour. New England at Pittsburgh. Kind of interesting here, right? It's early to judge if this offense for Pittsburgh was, uh, you know, with Mitchell Palooza at quarterback. But again, he did find Fairmuth last week, a lot last week against Cincinnati. Um, but it was Deontay Johnson who continued to lead the way. He didn't have a ton of yardage. Nobody really did. Fairmuth had almost, I think he had a little bit over 80 yards, had about five targets. So he had more volume uh, when it came to yardage. But when it came to overall attention, Deontay Johnson had seven for 55. Again, the George Pickens uh, experiment has yet to take off. I don't really see that taking off until Kyle Pitts comes in and takes over at quarterback, which will eventually happen, right? Like, I don't think Mitchell Trubisky does it forever. Um, but we continue to watch that. I think George Pickens is still someone that you should keep stashed on your bench. As for New England, can we all just just admit it? Mac Jones sucks. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the ratings and... The NFL top 100, I know it was it w- was really low, but still, like, shouldn't be in the top 150. It's not good. That team's not going to be good. Uh, Bill Belichick's going to get frustrated. But as for now, I thought this would have been a Ramondre Stevenson heavy load backfield. It was completely the opposite. Uh, last week, Damian Harrison was the, was the only guy that really led the way. He had nine for 48. Stevenson still had eight, but just for 25 yards. Um, it seems like what they're going to do is probably just use Ramondre Stevenson inside the 10, use you know Damian Harris outside of that Miami put the put the beats on him though so you're not really going to run the ball when you're getting beat 27 to 7 and uh Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle were doing what they were doing but again um no TJ Watt Pittsburgh at home they rank 22nd against the run I think Damian Harris is worth the start but probably the only start I'd have in that noon game with New England versus Pittsburgh on the New England side. Obviously, the Pittsburgh side, you're starting Deontay Johnson. You're probably starting Chase Claypool. Um, and, again, keep your guy, George Pickens, stashed on the bench. Bucks at Saints. This one's messy, man. This is a very nasty game for a Week 2 game. Tom Brady is, by the way, taking Wednesdays off for the rest of the year. That was part of the rule of the marriage counseling, apparently. Tom Brady has admitted Wednesdays, no longer work for me. Giselle's pissed. I'm here too long. Wednesdays are off. That whole distraction over Tampa Bay, I don't know if it's going to hold throughout the season. I don't know what that does for Tom Brady's performances. But Tom Brady looks completely lost, looks completely tired, looks like he should have stayed retired. But again, Mike Evans is going to play. Question with a calf injury. Chris Godwin, out. Probably not going to play if he does. Very little. Also, Leonard Fournette, questionable. The Bucs are banged up, man. But yet, so is New Orleans. Like, there's no Alvin Kamara today. Michael Thomas is back, it would appear. Two touchdowns last week. But again, Jameis Winston beat up. You remember the interview last week? Pain is everywhere. Or whatever it was. But again, messy game. Tampa under Tom Brady, 0-4 versus the Saints. They just don't play well against the Saints for some reason. Defensive line does it. But I'll say this. Michael Thomas, the one safety net in true value for this game is I think if Jameis Winston is at least 80% in this game, he's going to find Mike Michael Thomas as much as possible. That's about all I got for Tampa in, this, in, in, in New Orleans. Mike Evans, yes. Fournette, if he plays, probably. 
Tom Brady, you're probably starting because you don't have anybody better. But again, Michael Thomas on the Saints side. And again, Mark Ingram expected to take the lead load of back carries for the Saints behind, again, Latavius Murray. They just brought the band back together. Next game, another boozer. Jets at Browns. Jets at Browns. I'm playing Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Amari Cooper. That's it. As for the Jets, though, I do like Michael Carter a lot. And the other thing is, so do the New York Jets. Last week, 60 rushing yards, seven catches on 40 passing yards. He's getting a lot of action. The Jets are bad. They're going to be bad. They're going to be playing from behind a lot. So that means garbage time. That's what makes these guys better than everybody else. They go the whole game with eight points, and then you look at it again, they finish with 18 and 19 points because they have a wasted time touchdown, six catches for 35 yards, and out of nowhere, that guy's been basically an RB2. I like Michael Carter a ton, but that's about it for the Jets. But for the Browns, you play the usual suspects. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper. This next 12 o'clock game, that's the game that really has me juiced up. This game's got me really excited, and this is my fantasy football Sunday game of the week. Miami at Baltimore. There's a lot into this. First, I want to talk about how it has zero fantasy effect. There's a lot of rumors circling in the NFL world that Lamar Jackson could be headed home to Miami next year. Now, if that happens, I'll never be able to wear sweatpants on a Sunday again. Because then you'll have Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Miles Gaskin, Lamar Jackson, Mike Gusecki, all in one offensive team with a guy that really knows how to run with quarterbacks, run with running backs, and a head coach. Now let's get into the fantasy side of things. I've said this already. This is my Sunday fantasy football game of the week. It's a noon kick. It's going to be interesting, and it's going to be one of those red zone games where you're like, holy cow, what's happening? Maybe a slow start, but once it gets started, wheels are going to be spinning. Let them all ride on this one. Tyreek Hill, who last week had eight catches, 94 yards. Jalen Waddle, four catches, 69 yards, and a touchdown. There was a guy last week on the text line or a gal that said, is this guy really serious? Jalen Waddle to start in every single league that he's in? Don't they know they, st- they just signed a superstar all-pro wide receiver? Did Tyreek have a touchdown? Negative. Did Jalen Waddle have a touchdown? Yes, he did. Plus 69 yards, plus four receptions. Jalen Waddle is an absolute stud and might have the number one end zone celebration going in the NFL right now. Chase Edmonds was the feature back last week, 10 for 25 yards. But again, keep your eye on Raheem Mostert. Should be stashed in your league, should be a backup, a valuable option if Edmonds does end up getting hurt or losing a lot of his carry and loads to Raheem Mostert. Keep him on your bench. Last week, he had five for 16 yards, so he got a little bit of action. Five carries is at least worth keeping your eye on. When it comes to the Baltimore Ravens side, J.K. Dobbins out. I don't want anything to do with the backfield. I really don't. Nothing. I don't want Mike Davis. I don't want Kenyon Drake. I don't want any of that. Lamar Jackson's going to carry everything for the Ravens. That's who's going to be their main running back. It is what it is. He's going to get red zone touchdowns. Also, Bateman, the guy that everyone thought going to have a big blowout year. Yes. Keeping track, though, Duvernay. That's a guy that Lamar Jackson tends to find a lot. He found him last week for a touchdown, actually. As for the running backs, though, again, I stay away from the Baltimore backfield until J.K. Dobbins comes back. I'm sure a lot of you have him just waiting for him to be healthy enough to start that's the first half of the noon games we come back on a fantasy football sunday we'll get you back to the second half of the noon games then we'll get into the three o'clock monday night slate and sunday night slate and then the final segment belongs to you 913-586-7610 this is fantasy football sundays on 610 sports radio 
This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast back in on a fantasy football sunday six and sports radio dusty like with you also grand nicholson with you as well, we'll be here from 9 and 10 for the Fantasy Football Show, and then we will segue straight into After Hours from 10 until 11.30, and then it is Jay Binkley taking you away on Royals pre- and post-game, filling in for the Vern Dog. Nice to see that. Again, about... Two hours and 35 minutes until you should have your lineup stacked and ready to go. If you have any questions, you can also uh, tweet at me, at Dusty Likens on Twitter, or 913-586-7610. Final segment, we will get into uh, all your fantasy lineup questions, anything that you have going on. Um, obviously, if you missed this, you can tweet at me if you're you know sitting in Sunday service or you're you know still asleep. You, you had a rough one on uh you had a rough one on Saturday night. You just you didn't feel like getting up early and listening. Then then that's just fine too. Uh, when it comes to uh, fantasy football, but again, you can find this on the podcast network. But again, let's go ahead and finish out these twelve o'clock matchups and get into some three o'clock matchups. 
All right. Week two's got a few bangers. We already talked about the matchup of the day, Miami versus Baltimore. There's a lot of action involved in that game, but this one, I couldn't be any worse uh, to go up against that juggernaut of a game. This one, Commanders at Lions. Now, let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. The Lions seem like they might be a little bit better, a little bit better than they may be. DeAndre Swift out. Jamal Williams in. Marcin Brown in. Stud. Good receiver. That's it. Right? That's all we need. Now, this is a game we're going to find out who's really ready. Who's really actually trying to be a good football team? Is it Washington? Is it Detroit? Um, Curtis Samuel seems like he gets a lot of attention from Prince Harry. For those of you that don't get that reference, that's Carson Wentz. Last week, 8 for 55 in a touchdown as Wentz connected with Samuel quite often. That's a pretty solid number to look at. Again, another guy that was very surprising to see, Antonio Gibson, also with a lot of action from Prince Harry. He had 7 of 72 receiving and still had a solid day as a running back carrying the load in the backfield. Don't be worried about Scary Terry. I think it's only been one week, but again, he had two receptions for 69 yards. Carson Wentz just needs to maybe look his way a little bit more often. Again, it seems like he and Curtis Samuel are on the same page, at least in week one. Scary Terry coming in in week two. As for the Browns, or as for the Lions, like I said, you got DJ Shark, you got TJ Hawkinson, Lamar St. Brown, and also Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams was good for an anytime touchdown today. For those of you playing DraftKings, FanDuel's, Barcelona Sports Bet, Caesars, whatever it is, it's legal in Kansas. I think you can put some money on Jamal Williams getting an anytime touchdown from Detroit today. I will say this. Keep your eye on this game because it's one of those games where you're going to find out what these guys really are. Is Curtis Samuel really going to be that guy? And Scary Terry should have a good little matchup today. Should be able to get out of it as I think Washington probably wins this game. But it's going to be one of those nasty, like, 45 and a half total points maybe in this game. Uh, moving on to another game, Colts at Jags. Again, we mentioned earlier in the show, for those of you that didn't miss it, no Michael Pittman. That's not good. Not good at all for the Colts. But I think this might be a day where Jonathan Taylor can get 40 carries. I don't look for this game to be very explosive, let alone very exciting. Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. There's not really a whole lot on the page to look at, except Jonathan Taylor might be worth it when it came to your first or second pick in your fantasy draft this week. Paris Campbell should be able to be streamed this week just because there is no Michael Pittman and Matt Ryan's going to throw the ball when he doesn't hand the ball off 40 times to Jonathan Taylor. Matt Ryan should be available in most leagues, or at least he was at the waiver wire this week. If you picked him up, congratulations. Matt Ryan was one of the top three most passing yardage quarterbacks in week one. He was like Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan just always seems to find himself relevant when it comes to fantasy football. He's going to throw the ball. Now, again, without Michael Pittman, but again, Jonathan Taylor, look for him to have a big, big day this week. Also worth picking up or maybe at least stashing on your bench because of where the receiving core is and how they're going to throw the ball in Indianapolis. Naheem Hines. They got him. It'll be worth it. Matt Ryan, who is uh, also looking towards Paris Campbell in the first matchup, We'll have to look his way even more this week. Again, you go to the Jags. Christian Kirk, I guess he was good last week. He had 117. Running back one, that's the question when it comes to Jacksonville. Is it Travis Etienne or is it James Robinson? It seemed last week James Robinson was the guy. If you have Etienne, I'd probably put him on my bench. 
keep an eye on him, keep him back in the backfield, and just maybe see what they're going to do moving forward when it comes to that because it looked like last week James Robinson earned his spot, came back from an injury, and they didn't go away from James Robinson, who has always been their RB1 at least the last two years. Also, three years ago, a very, very handy waiver wire fine. Moving on into the other noon games, Atlanta at the Rams. I guess Cordell Patterson's just going to be the dude. Seems like he's going to be continuously getting the ball. Had a ton of action last week. 22 carries for 120 yards. Three catches for 16 yards and a touchdown on that rushing total. So again, 22 carries, 120 and a touchdown. Three catches for 16. Kyle Pitts, I get it. You're probably mad. Or, uh, you know, didn't really get going there for you. Didn't really do it. I'll tell you what. He's going to be a stud. Don't worry about it. You'll be okay. Drake London looked like one of the better running backs in the in the future. Looked like one of he's he might be a guy who is maybe not a guy you can lean on week in and week out, but a guy that you should at least carry a flag on. He is a rookie, should be good, should be okay to go. And again, if you're going to have this guy for your team, he's worth the stash. He's a rookie wide receiver. Those guys tend to pan out in the NFL. They tend to do okay. And last week he had five catches, 74 yards for an average of 14.8 for a catch. Rick is a good guy to have. He's also a guy to keep your eye on the trade block. If you've got a receiver that's in and out, in and out, maybe like a Mike Evans, you want somebody to come to your team, use somebody of value, go get a London if you can, because he's going to be okay. As for the Rams, you'd love to see Cam Akers get some action because, of course, last week everyone was asking where he was, and Allen Robinson as well. We've heard Sean McVay come out and say that Allen Robinson should be getting some targets his way. But again, Cooper Cup is going to be the guy. Matthew Stafford and that elbow can tend to be a question, and Henderson might still steal carries away from Cam Akers. But again, Rams, Falcons, not a whole lot. I look for the Rams to carry a lot of the load in this matchup. I look for them to score some points, but hopefully they can look their way towards Allen Robinson, who last week was, well, MIA as well as Cam Akers. As that is the first 3 o'clock game. Moving on to another 3 o'clock game, Seattle at San Francisco. Geno Smith, hey, man. They wrote him off, but he's yet to write back. That's at least what he said in the last game. Geno Smith looked above average. I think it was more so just like feels in the game. Russell Wilson was back in town. Seattle wanted to prove something, and that's just kind of where it went. If there's one thing that Geno Smith proved to me is that it's DK Metcalf, and that is going to be his dude in Seattle every single game. Now, the yardage was small, but he had seven grabs. He had over 10 targets. So Geno Smith is going to continue to find that guy because he's going to look his way all the time. Another guy who's worth streaming, a tight end, Will Disley. He was a little sneaky last week. I think he's still a sneaky streamer this week. Rashad Penny, their running back. We know Seattle's going to run the ball a ton. Penny was good. He did okay. He's one of that spot. He's finally got that spot, and there's really not a lot of, well, challenge or anybody behind him when it comes to that. As for San Francisco, Trey Lance, I get it. Last week was a slot pit. It was a monsoon. The field was terrible. Well, Justin Fields seemed to do okay, and it Trey Lance not so much. No George Kittle as well this week. That's tough. Look for Debo Samuel to have a heavy, heavy load when it comes to this game. Passing wise or catching wise, running wise, they've got to get Debo Samuel going in this type of game if they want to keep things going off. Also, Elijah Mitchell is gone. That's not good. But if you want, Jeff Wilson was available. He goes up against the 26th-ranked defense. I think Jeff Wilson Jr. is worth the stream, worth the play, worth the start, and also Debo Samuel. Again, Trey Lance, who might have been a sleeper in a lot of people's leagues. Mine, fingers pointed at my chest. I took a flyer on Trey Lance. This should be a weekend where we can see if he's going to get back into it. 
Speaking of getting back into it, when we get back from here, we'll get back into more 3 o'clock matchups, Sunday nights, Green Bay versus Chicago game, then the doubleheader Monday night. What a loaded slate we have for Monday night. We do all that when we get back on the Fantasy Football Show Sundays here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends, come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. September 18th is National Cheeseburger Day. Celebrate with our seasoned, smashed, and seared-to-order cheeseburger topped with your choice of cheese. Pair it with a 22-ounce Bud Light or Budweiser for just $10 all day. Say hello to one of our favorite holidays at Twin Peaks. NFL Sunday Ticket only on DirecTV. You can watch your favorite team no matter where you live because NFL Sunday Ticket gives you every live out-of-market game every Sunday afternoon. So switch to DirecTV and learn how to get the 2022 NFL Sunday Ticket season included at no extra cost. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. With choice package and above, 24-month agreement required. Call for details, 1-800-DIRECTV. Sports fans, the wait is over. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook app is now live in Kansas. And with football season officially underway, the timing couldn't be better. Finally, we can bet on all of our favorite NFL and college teams. And to make this even sweeter, FanDuel is giving everyone a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Play your way with everything from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can combine bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Just sign up with promo code 610 Bob. That's promo code 610 Bob to claim your no sweat first bet. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and present in Kansas first online real money wager only. Refund issued as non withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1 800 522 4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dell Technology semi annual sale has 
arrived, and it's time to upgrade to the latest business technology. Save big on laptops and desktops with Windows 11 Pro. Plus, get amazing deals on server, storage, and cloud solutions, as well as top work accessories, including docks, monitors, and more. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for special business offers during our semi-annual sale. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. September 18th is National Cheeseburger Day. Celebrate with our seasoned, smashed, and seared-to-order cheeseburger topped with your choice of cheese. Pair it with a 22-ounce Bud Light or Budweiser for just $10 all day. Say hello to one of our favorite holidays at Twin Peaks. Sunday, you heard the promotion before that. Fans of Sunday on 16 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drinks scenic views is right now on all the TVs and all the networks. Everybody's showing up. Everybody's showing up to the old NFL stadium, which means everything is, well, it's just right around the corner. We've got a few more. Three o'clock games as we hit all the way up to 305. Now the 325 and 720 starts all coming your way. Not a whole lot of amazing action, but enough action, enough people on the teams to really get you intrigued. Again, if you have any fantasy football questions, 913-586-7610 when it comes to lineups, when it comes to streams, when it comes to daily plays, anything like that. I know I've already been on DraftKings this morning three times. Uh, I've made three different bets. I'm ready to go. I'm locked in. Um, like I said, I, I, a lot of focus on the on the on the Ravens and Dolphins game, but uh, only three times. Yeah, so far that's okay. it. Been here since about seven a.m. That's fewer than me. Okay, I've been here since like eight forty-five. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I just it happens every time. I, I get here, I look at what I think I want to put my money on, and then I I go directly to parlays, and I just I have a very bad addiction to parlays. But let's go ahead and finish up the matchups for Fantasy Football Sunday, and then get to your questions after this. So, the first 325 game, hit the drums. Houston at Denver. Um, Houston showed a little bit of surprise last week. I know there's a lot of you that are probably extremely upset with me because of Damian Pierce. Here's the thing. Houston just got to a point where they were like, we're not going to give Damian Pierce the ball. We're going to give it to Rex Burkhead. Like, we just need to, like, we need to get Rex out of here. I don't, know, I don't know why Rex Burkhead is still, like, relevant. Um, it feels like he's been in the league for about 35 years, and he's stealing all the volume away from Damian Pierce. There was nothing wrong with Damian Pierce. There was just blockage, Rex Burkhead blockage. So I still am not giving up on Damian Pierce. Also, I guess Mills is just going to keep hitting Brandon Cooks. And as long as Brandon Cooks is healthy, you should just keep him in your lineup. He gets a lot of action. He gets a lot of volume. And I'm sure his average draft position or his ADP this year was extremely low. If not, and you got him higher and you've been successful, that's good. I always worry about injuries with Brandon Cook. But the thing is, it seems like Mills is going to find him most of the time. 
Denver does have, unfortunately, the number one rushing defense going into week number two. As for us Damian Pierce believers, this could be a tough matchup for him as well. So maybe if you need to, if you have more other options, maybe you should let Damian Pierce ride some pine this week until you can finally get the sense of belief that he is going to be their RB1 and get RB1 volume. As for the other side of the field, I think you have to start them all, right? For Denver, the whole crew. Russell Wilson, 300-plus last week. Cortland Sutton, a lot of targets last week. Jerry Judy has home run potential. He had that last week with a 67-yard touchdown run and catch. Um, And I think he's going to get a little bit more and more action from Russell Wilson. I think what you can see with Judy and Sutton is what you kind of saw in Seattle with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Sutton being the Lockett type, Judy being the Metcalf type, where Metcalf can go over the top and score touchdowns and Lockett can just kind of control it. I think Sutton's the kind of guy that moves the chains, controls it, gets a lot of volume, and can eventually explode for some yardage and touchdowns. Whereas Judy every week is going to be either, you know, maybe not boom or bust, but it'll be a high, high boom and kind of close to flirting with bust. Javante Williams, hopefully they continue to give him the ball. I have him in an anytime score situation today when it comes to parlays. We'll get into a little bit of that when we get into the show after hours. This is strictly fantasy, I promise. But Javante Williams should be getting more and more action. Stop giving the ball to Melvin Gordon. Damn it. This next game in the 325 slate, AFC South versus, or I'm sorry, AFC West versus NFC West, Arizona at Vegas. This is the big Devontae Adams game. Dusty, how can it get any bigger from last week? Just you watch. His entire family in attendance today. First time they've ever seen him in Vegas. They want to watch him play football. He's excited. Go watch the press conference. Last week, Devontae Adams, 10 catches, 141 yards, and a touchdown, reuniting with his college teammate for the first time in the NFL. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely insane type of game for Devontae Adams. Now, for every upside, there is a downside. This does look like Darren Waller will take a hit when it comes to targets and receptions. It looks like Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are last two years Derek Carr, Darren Waller, right? 10 for 141 and a touchdown. I expect that volume every week. Maybe I have way too high expectations. Maybe I'm just looking through this with, uh, I don't know, rose-colored glasses because Devontae Adams is rostered in one of my leagues. But I really don't think Derek Carr is going to go away from this. They play Arizona today, a little bit different of a matchup than they had last week against the Chargers. But again, when I look at this game, I think a lot of Devontae Adams. I think of a lot of Darren Waller, and I also think a lot of Hunter Renfro. Patrick Mahomes put up 360 and five touchdowns against Arizona last week. Arizona didn't get any better. They essentially probably got worse. No Rondell Moore. Still no DeAndre Hopkins. It's going to be Hollywood Brown and Kyler Murray and James Conner, and that's it. I think James Conner can get you a touchdown at any point in the game. I think he's capable of that. I think there's garbage time opportunities here for Kyler Murray to gain some rushing yards. But again, Renfro, Adams, Waller, Derek Carr, even worth the start when it comes to that 325 game, Arizona at Vegas. Cincinnati at Dallas. Well, this is my survival pick this week is Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati blows the bricks off of Dallas. I think Dallas goes into panic mode. and Jerry Jones just opens up the checkbook to anybody that can play better quarterback than Cooper Rush. Sorry, Dak owners. Um, Going to be some time. Basically, your entire fantasy season is gone with Dak Prescott until if maybe you can survive and get into the playoffs. The ligament, thumb injury, the hand injury, whatever it is, throwing hand takes time, takes rehab, takes rehabilitation to get back into the NFL 
this type of injury. You saw what it did to Russell Wilson last year. Kind of similar when it came to this year for Dak Prescott. But again, every time a backup quarterback comes in, they're going to tend to target the number one wide receiver. May not end in the results that you like, but the volume will be there for CeeDee Lamb. So for CeeDee Lamb owners, rest assured, Cooper Rush will find him a ton. Whether CeeDee Lamb is able to make the catches on the throws that are going his way, I don't know. But I do expect at least 10 targets to CeeDee Lamb. Zeke Pollard going to be leaned on a lot too. Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott, a good handcuff play if you got both of them on your team. I'm not mad if you wanted to do that. As for Cincinnati, send the house. No T. Higgins, but Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. Last week, Jamar Chase, 10 for 129 and a touchdown. Joe Burrow, a rough game, but still got you manageable points. Didn't completely crap the bed. Still kind of found his way. But again, Joe Mixon, Boyd, Chase, Burrow, get them all in the lineup against Dallas. I think Cincinnati blows them absolutely out of the building. We get into Sunday night. Doesn't really do much for me, but it is a game in which I will be intrigued with because I want to see if Aaron Rodgers can still be Aaron Rodgers. Last week, a very, very subpar performance. Not one in which was great. He's still kind of mad at his receivers because they're just not quite there yet. There was a questionable call on Alan Lazard in today's game. If he does play, I think that helps Aaron Rodgers' numbers. Robert Tanyan at tight end, I think, should be looked at a little bit more often. He's a good, suitable target for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones, also a solid play. A.J. Dillon, also a solid play, as I think they're going to use those two running backs and try to just send them out on routes, wheel routes, go routes screen passes and just try to open up the passing game as much as possible. Romeo Dobbs didn't really do anything for us in week one, but again, I think he should be stashed on your bench and watched and kept a flag on because if Romeo Dobbs does earn the trust of one Aaron Rodgers or Lazard is back and he can kind of clog that right side and Dobbs can get in there and take some targets away, then I think we can start seeing Aaron Rodgers and his Packers offense do exactly what they want to do moving forward. As for Chicago, it's tough. Justin Fields looked a little bit better than Trey Lance in Sunday's monsoon game, but Justin Fields also had a rushing touchdown, which creates a lot of value for a guy that plays quarterback. Not only that, you get six points for rushing touchdowns, and if he throws a touchdown, he got an automatic 10 almost every week if he can find the end zone with his feet. David Montgomery seems to be number one in that backfield. Other than that, I mean, Mooney has flashes. I think he should be streamed. I think he should be looked at each week, week in and week out. If you're hurting with a Gabe Davis who's out, or maybe you had a Michael Pittman that's out this week, and you got Mooney on your bench, I'm not mad if you want to go play Mooney in this game. Not at all. Green Bay, Chicago, always a dogfight. Green Bay tends to win most often than not. Aaron Rodgers looking to come back from his week one atrocious performance uh, for the Green Bay Packers, the back-to-back MVP, the NFC North leading passer, Aaron Rodgers. Alan Lazard, we'll keep an eye on that. As for Monday, Monday's got a mediocre game and then just an absolute monster of a game. The mediocre one we'll start with, Tennessee at Buffalo. If you didn't believe me already, Tennessee's done. They're over. Washed. Run amok. Set for packing. Goodbye. It was fun. It was a good three years. It is what it is. But, obviously, you're still starting the one true running back, and that is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's going to get, he's the bell cow. He's the, he's the power rusher. Touchdowns are always an option, and they're never no. There could be a day where he just goes off for 225 yards rushing, three touchdowns, and you're looking at me going, hey, Tennessee might actually still be decent as long as Derrick Henry is still a dominant monster in the backfield. But other than that, I don't really have any other options. I don't like anybody else in Tennessee. No one. Absolutely not. Not against Buffalo. Not against that defense. Not against that juggernaut. The most 
number one power-ranked team in the NFL. We know who number two is. As to the Buffalo side, if, in fact, Gabe Davis cannot play in this game, obviously keep an eye on him, monitor his injury situations that happened the other day in practice just yesterday. Ankle got tweaked. Sorry, Friday. Ankle was tweaked. A little bit of nerves uh, when it comes to that because it is a Monday night game, so everybody's gone unless you have somebody in that Minnesota-Philly matchup, which we'll get into in a little bit. But if Gabe Davis can't go, Stephon Diggs, super, a huge game. Singletary, big game. Knox, big game. Against Tennessee, who is on the downcline, Buffalo going to come out and try to make a point. They see what Kansas City's doing. They want to stay up in there. They want to stay up on the top of that AFC conversation. They got to go out there and beat the bricks out of Tennessee. But again, Derrick Henry for Tennessee. As for Buffalo, you must monitor that Gabe Davis situation. Stephon Diggs is a must-go. Josh Allen is a must-go. Knox must-go. I'd almost say Moss you could stream. Just keep an eye on the Gabe Davis situation. If he doesn't, then Moss you put in there. Singletary obviously looked like he was the RB1. And last but not least, the final matchup of the Week 2 situation that we have, Minnesota at Philly. This would, If it wasn't for Miami-Baltimore, this would be my banger of a performance when it comes to fantasy football here on 610 Sports Trading. Again, sponsored by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Minnesota at Philly. This has fireworks written all over it. I tried to tell you people, Justin Jefferson should be drafted number one overall in fantasy football. I tried to tell you all summer, all fall, that just started. Technically not, but you get it. Justin Jefferson, the man, the guy. I put a futures bet on him. Plus 900, offensive player of the year. Please stay healthy and continue to perform. Last week, nine for 184 and two touchdowns. Yeah. Dalvin Cook looks like he's still kind of got a little bit of juice in the step. He had 20 carries, 90 yards. It's interesting, but Minnesota is at its best when it just throws the ball to 18. Kirk Cousins last week had 277 yards passing. 184 of them went to Justin Jefferson. As for Philadelphia, A.J. Brown made a nice entrance as his first debut game for the Eagles. He had 10 catches, 155 yards, no touchdown, but those will eventually happen. Jalen Hurts and that running back crew, Philadelphia midseason form. You have no idea what they're doing with the running backs. Nobody has a clue, but guess what? They all scored a touchdown. Hurts scored. Gainwell, Scott, Sanders. Literally, every single one of them had a rushing touchdown. So again, that backfield is a mess. I have no idea who to start week in and week out. I know Jalen Hurts is going to be a very valuable fantasy option at quarterback. Congratulations to all of you guys and gals out there that were somehow able to sneak him in later in the drafts. I wanted to make, I just insanely wanted Jalen Hurts on one of my teams. Never ended up getting him. He went a little bit higher than I wanted to take him. Some people took his draft stock in like the fourth round, fifth round of dead series in certain leagues that I've been a part of or seen. But again, this game has fireworks. I'm not really into Thielen, but I'm into Justin Jefferson. You obviously start him as he's the best wide receiver maybe in football right now. Him or Devontae Adams, it's a, it's, it's a close one and two. It really, really is. Dalvin Cook is a start. Kirk Cousins, you could probably start. When it comes to Philadelphia, you're obviously starting A.J. Brown. You're obviously starting Jalen Hurts. As for the backfield, if you got one of them, Gainwell or Miles Sanders, it's tough to call, but don't be disappointed when they both cancel each other out, when they just keep going by running back by committee because that's what Philadelphia has done the entire time I've ever been involved with fantasy football. 913-586-7610. Your questions next on a Fantasy Football Sunday. 
This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Back in Fantasy Football Sunday, we will move right into after hours from 10 until 11.30, and then the Binkmeister uh, will take over for Royals Pre and Royals Post. So just remember, 10.10, I'm sorry, sorry, JK, 11.40, you'll have a chance at three strikes. Which means you have a chance to win tickets. Time is running out on the season, so if you want to go see it, uh, play three strikes. This is the time, though, that belongs to you. If you have your questions, I'm only going to do this for another eight minutes. And then I got to get into, you know, sports talk, get you guys ready for Sunday, get you guys excited. You got a KU team out here that's 3-0. and You got a Mizzou team that just looks completely lost. And K-State just, well, they're K-State. Dusty Likers with you, Grant Nicholson with you here on a Fantasy Football Sunday. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats drinks scenic views get your questions in 913-586-7610 Zeke or Kareem leaning towards Hunt I like the way you lean just gonna let you know that I don't I don't think I want any part of Dallas today other than CeeDee Lamb Um, I think Zeke and uh, Pollard have a lot of uh, handcuffing going on I think I don't know who's the number one is it seems like Dallas is headed towards the uh, regression looks like they're going to start being uh, less and less more entertaining but again with a backup like Cooper Rush in, they're going to lean towards the the number one wide receiver more often than not. I think they play a team in Cincinnati that's a juggernaut that I think is going to absolutely bounce back from their week one disaster and and really put the beats to take a line from Carrington Harrison uh, of the drive on the Dallas Cowboys. Carson Wentz or Matthew Stafford from the 816? Probably Wentz, but Stafford does have a better matchup, so maybe lean towards Stafford. You know he's going to find Cooper Cup for at least 100 yards. You know he's going to find Cooper Cup for a touchdown. McVay's already said they want to try to get Allen Robinson more involved. They're going to use Cam Akers a little bit more this week, which when you say a little bit, that's going to be at least, what, three carries, two carries? So, yeah, I'd probably lean towards Matthew Stafford in that matchup against Atlanta. I like the Rams that matchup. I like the Rams to cover in that matchup. And if you're going to use a quarterback, him or Wentz, man, you know Wentz will do it to you. He'll start you off with, like, 10 to 12 with a touchdown and 110. And then it's back-to-back picks, a fumble, and it's just disaster after that. So if it's me, I'd probably lean towards Matthew Stafford. From the 816, full PPR, Zach Ertz or Dalton Knox at tight end. Got to go Knox. I think Buffalo is going to continue to score a ton of points and give up very little points. I think you have to look at Buffalo in this matchup and think Dalton Knox at tight end is probably the play especially if Gabe Davis is questionable or is somewhat not as valuable as he can be with a tweaked ankle. I think Knox has a better performance than Ertz. Now, obviously, Ertz plays against, you know, the Raiders. The Raiders can can give up points, but I think if it's me, full point PPR, I think Knox has a better chance. One got to stay at flex from the 785, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Michael Carter. I said earlier on the show, and again, if you missed it, go check out the podcast page, Fantasy Football Sunday, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drinks scenic views on the 435 Podcast Network and 610 Sports 
NFL.com. But Michael Carter is going to get a lot of action. Michael Carter is going to get a lot of garbage time play, and he's he, he's going to get a lot of checkdowns from Joe Flack. Right until Zach Wilson's back from uh, the injury, Michael Carter is going to get a lot of action, in my opinion. Kareem Hunt is a nice play. James Robinson, meh. I just don't know if it's if it's fully there yet. I know he had a good week last week, according to numbers and performances from what you thought maybe James Robinson would give you to start the season after coming off of a Achilles injury. Um, and then with Travis Etienne, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Also, a number one round, a number one uh, overall draft pick. Not overall number one, but a first round draft pick. Sorry. Um, but if I had to lean somewhere out of those three, Michael Carter would be where I'd go flex. Um, full PPR, I can start one at flex from the 816, Jerry Judy, CD Lamb, Jeff Wilson, or Brandon Jacobs. As always, thank you for the help. You're very welcome. Um, Judy. Judy or Lamb, however you're feeling. But if I give give you my advice, I would go Jerry Judy just because they have a different matchup this week. They're picked by almost half our staff in the survival pool with Denver, that is. Russ is going to throw it. You know, he's going to sling it. He threw for 300 last week. He hit Jerry Judy with a 67-yard touchdown. Judy has that touchdown potential, that home run potential, almost every week. I liked Judy a lot last year. Obviously, the injury plagued that. Um, yeah, so I'd probably go Judy, but I would also have CeeDee Lamb in the back of my mind, and then it, it's your call at that point. You know what I've said, but if you're feeling C.D. Lamb, I'm not going to be mad about that either. From the 816, flex spot, Hunter Renfro, Chase Claypool, or Lockett. Look, I'm not saying Derek Carr is Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying that he's playing the same defense that Patrick Mahomes put 360 and 5 on in week one. And they didn't get any better. They just got probably a little bit worse. So if I'm going to go anywhere, I'd probably put Renfro in my flex. Claypool has got, you know, a little bit of upside, obviously, but it's it's Mitchapalooza in, in Pittsburgh, and it's Derek Carr in, in Vegas, and I like Derek Carr more than I like Mitchell uh, Trubisky. As for Lockett, I get it. Geno Smith, you know, looked good, but he, he's going to look DK's way. He's not going to look Tyler Lockett's way, so Renfro gets my spot there to the 816. Thank you for the question. 816, Trey Lance or Carson Wentz? Boy, that's the toughest question of the day right there, isn't it? Let's ride with Lance. Let's ride with Lance. I think Trey Lance can give you rushing yards. I think Trey Lance wants to, you know, come back. You know, he he had the loss. It was a, it was a bad loss, but it was it was an ugly game. It was a it was a monsoon sloppy sloppy game, uh, and Trey Lance should bounce back from that. Plus, he gives you a little bit more options than Carson Wentz does because he can throw to Debo. I know Carson Wentz has got he's got his guys. Uh, Scary Terry's out there. Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson, you know, there's a lot of guys out there, um, you know, that could, that could settle up with Carson Wentz. But again, I would, I would probably go with Trey Lance, Brandon Cooks or Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen shouldn't be considered a start ever in your league. Adam Thielen's days at being a somewhat reliable, dependable wide receiver. They're done. Like I said, last week, Kirk Cousins threw for 277 yards and he threw 184 to Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is emerging as the best wide receiver in football. Uh, Devontae Adams still owns that right now he does, but Justin Jefferson's too. And the gap is closing. Personal opinion should have gone number one in every single fantasy league. Just my two cents. Uh, from the 816, Jameis Winston, a real play. Yes, I think so. I think so. I think Michael Thomas is back. Um, no Alvin Kamara. So they're, you know, they're going to run Ingram and uh, Latavius Murray back there. I don't know how much they love that. 
But I think Jameis Winston is just going to sling it. You got to live and die by Jameis. The eyes are fixed. He threw for 5,000 yards in one season. So why not think he can do it again? Um, from the 6-2-0, what is Dobbins liking listen of playing today? Slim. None. I don't think he plays at all. I think Dobbins is out. I know he's out. Not going to play. Um, which means it's going to be like Kenyon Drake and somebody else. Mike Davis, I believe. Those are your two guys. I don't think they're going to run the ball much with their running backs. I think it's all going to be Lamar Jackson. So thank you for your questions. Thank you for tuning in to a fantasy football Sunday show here on 610 Sports Radio. We take a quick break. We transition from fantasy. We go in to after hours. I know that sounds really dirty, especially for a Sunday, but stay with us here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.